Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? All right, hanging with D. Episode number 16 coming at you on a Thursday morning with morning. me. Huh? Yeah, morning. Not yeah. happy about that. <laughs> well, shit happens. That's Dylan, of course. Uh, got his ass up early on his day off to get in here and. The get... fucking crack of dawn, goddammit. Crack of dawn. Bitch, I was up at like quarter to five. I want to hear it. Uh, got quite a bit of stuff to talk about today. We had. Uh, couple of big NBA playoff games last night, including game two of the, I guess, second round, um, which created a lot of controversy between the Miami Heat and uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks are the one seed. I'm not sure what seed the Heat are. I think they're somewhere in the middle. Um, but the Heat have been playing out of their minds so far in these playoffs. Have not lost a game, but um, and I know you didn't watch it. but uh, So last night, Heat pretty much controlled the game the whole way, and then they kind of stumbled at the end and allowed Giannis and uh, the Bucks to come back, and it was a three-point game coming down in the in the final. I want to say there was seven point seven seconds left, something along those lines, and the Bucks had the ball, had a chance to tie, and they get it to Chris Middleton. They're Basically, their three-point shooter and kind of uh, the Robin to Giannis's Batman. Pulls up from the, I believe it was the left wing for a three-point shot at around the four-second mark, 4.4, from when the whistle blowed, which to me seemed pretty early to be pulling a last-second yeah. shot. Um, but uh, the guy defending him, and it escapes me who it was, might have been Drogic, something like that. Anyway... He's, he's feet are set, not moving, arms straight up in the air, contesting the shot. I mean, he was right there in his face, contested the shot, doesn't go in, they call a foul. And they showed the replay. No way that's a foul. His He might have just ever so gently made contact, like kind of chest to chest as the jumper was, was up and away. But you don't call that in a playoff game. No. I mean, the contact was just so slight that, I mean, everybody, all the talking heads are saying you don't call that in a playoff game. Mm. Middleton goes to the free throw line. Of course, he's a good shooter, so he hits all three. Tie game. And, again, announcers are basically losing their minds. But the Heat still have a chance. They get the ball in to Jimmy Butler. God, I miss Jimmy Butler with the Bulls. Um, playoff Jimmy has been phenomenal so far, but um, they get him. He dribbles over to the uh, left corner, and it's kind of an ill-advised shot. I'm surprised that they didn't have a better play drawn up, but it's it's down to the wire. He has to pull it from, and he's kind of a fader in the corner, and pulls the shot. Giannis is there, jumps, contests the shot. Shot doesn't have a prayer, and again. At long after the shot is gone, the buzzer is sounded. There is some contact, not much. Jimmy falls on his back, but that's more from the shot than right. any contact because he was fading hard. And it, there was more contact in that play than there was the previous one, but still not enough, in my opinion, in playoff basketball to call a foul in, in a situation like that. And they did. No time on the clock. They don't even allow the Bucks to stand on the the free throw, so they basically give Jimmy Butler two technical free throws mm-hmm. with zero time on the clock. And the first one, 
I don't know how it went in. It bounced around like six times and then dropped in. Mm. And then he, he makes the second one, which was non-consequential because the game was already over. There's no time on the clock. So right. it just you hate to see a playoff game end that way. Now, to be devil's advocate, it ended with the score being about what it should have been because, in my opinion, Middleton should have never gotten that foul call anyway. Mm-hmm. But, and I don't remember how exactly it played out, but the whistle blew, so it's not like anybody's going hard for a rebound. But, I mean, one could argue that, well, maybe the Bucks get the rebound and kick it out. But bottom line is the foul should have never been called, and it was. And against Jimmy, the foul should have never been called, and it was. So it, it's kind of like one of those penalties offsetting moments. Right. So, anyway, basically what it boils down to now is Miami is up 2-0 on the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And nobody saw that coming. But I mean, the Heat, you got Jimmy Butler, but they don't really have any other like superstars there right now. They're, they're all kind of role players, and they're playing their roles very, very well. Because like I said, they haven't lost a game yet. So. Kind of like the Bucks, how they're a one-superstar team. Uh, yeah, I mean, Middleton, like I said, he's – but he's not – He's not a superstar, but he's pretty good. Yeah, and, and – one of the the talking heads even said that that maybe Giannis is not meant. Maybe Giannis. he's a pip. Giannis, Maybe. Giannis, whatever. Antetokounmpo. There, I can I can say his oh, last okay. name right. I just can't get his first one. Um, but there's there's even whispers that maybe he's a Pippin. I heard that too. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe maybe he is. He's not. I mean, he's not a great shooter. He's an okay shooter. He's not going to light it up from three-point line or anything like that. But it would be interesting to see him with another superstar because I do think he's just a dominant figure with, with his size and speed and everything. Um, he's a – I won't say Durant because Durant can shoot from anywhere, but just that unbelievable size, and he's got – Some range. Some range and speed and strength. Mm-hmm. I mean – if you looked at him when he was a rookie and look at him now, it's like two different players. Yeah, you know, he was a stick figure uh, his rookie year, and and now he's just the all, Greek freak. Yeah. yeah, I mean he he's not. I won't say he's quite as big as AD, but a very similar frame. You know, long arms, tall, muscular, fast. Um, but it, yeah, I I think that they're going to need to get him some help, and if they falter the rest of the series, which the way it's going, I haven't seen anything that's going to convince me otherwise. Um, Milwaukee might have to I, – I don't even know what their cap situation is, but they might have to do something there. Um, anyway, moving on to the other game. The big one last night was Game 7, and I didn't watch a second of uh, – no, that's not true. I did watch like three seconds of it, but I had to get up early, so I went to bed. Uh, but anyway, the, the notable thing to come out of that is that Houston's superstar stud offensive – God, James Harden sucked last night. Shot only four of 15 from the field, one of nine from three-point range, mm. playing uh, 37 minutes. And, yeah, he was he was not good on offense at all. And everybody knows that his defense has been horrible pretty much his whole career. But guess what? He won the game with a defensive play. He blocked um, Dort from uh, the Thunder who was having a great game, shot uh, 6 of 12 from three-point range, had 30 points, but that last shot, just it didn't fall. Uh, well, it didn't fall because it was blocked by Harden. The, if you looked at the Rockets roster and had to pick one player on the team that would get a game-ending block shot, Harden probably be one of the last right. ones you pick because he's usually nowhere near the shooter because right. his defense is – Pretty sad, but yeah. So. I'd probably bet on the coach before I'd bet on right. Harden. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of it. Uh, I don't think he's as bad as people give him credit for, but it, he's made it known that he doesn't focus on defense nearly as much as his offense. Mm. I mean, he even the, the quote after the game was that he sucked. You know, offensively he sucked. He said that about himself. You know, but yeah. So that's what happened there. Um, Thunder are out, and not too many people really figured they'd be much of a factor anyway. For them to push Houston to a Game 7 uh, was a bit of a surprise, to me at least. So that's what we got going on in the NBA. Let's uh, jump on over to 
some quick NFL news. Of course, the big story that came out yesterday and the probably least surprising free agent signing in the history of sports, Tom Brady got his man. Yeah. The, the Jaguars cut Leonard Fournette and literally within what, 24 hours? Was it even yeah. was it even that long? Yeah. Um Tampa Bay of course signs him, which instantly gives them a running game. I mean, yeah. they had um God, now I can't even think of the guys. Barber. Was it Barber? I thought there was another guy, Martin. Somebody Martin, maybe, that was going to be their projected starter. Doug Martin? No, not Doug Martin. I was going to say. I'd have to look up their their roster real quick. And then they had Shady McCoy. But, of course, now at this point, they're expecting them to probably release him. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, they get Leonard Fournette. I don't know what the... uh, terms of it was i I haven't even seen anything about that um oh ronald jones was their projected starter 23 year old out of usc and um but yeah it looks like right now um shady's probably going to be the odd man out because they got fournette to be the bruiser and then uh probably have ronald jones come in and be the change of pace guy right so yeah that's uh i don't i don't know if it changes my picks from last time. I mean, I already think it's going to be a really tight division. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I still favor new Orleans in that. Cause I'm still of the belief that, that Tom is like, he, he his age showed last year. Yeah. And look, it happens to everybody. The greatest of greats just all of a sudden fall off the cliff. Right. Father time is undefeated. Yeah. I mean, just in recent history, look at Manning went from having an MVP caliber year to being a liability, even right. though they won that Super Bowl, it was not because of Peyton Manning. No. You know, and, and Favre fell off the end of his career. And, and I mean, look, Brady is what, 43? Yeah. And it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, then they better start testing him a little more often because there's something going on there that you're just at that age not supposed to be a elite-level quarterback. I don't know if he's just eating the life forces of newborns or what. Well, you know, there's been like... – we can get into those conspiracies. I usually save that for me and Aldonzo, but <laughs> there there is that theory out there and – Look, if there's going to be an athlete that's going to be in some super secret cult where they literally drink the blood of infants, I'm my money's going to be that Tom Brady is a part of it. I mean, he's got Giselle, and yeah, if there's an elitist in the NFL, it's Tom Brady. Just go back and look at some of his GQ photo shoots yeah. and the one where he's holding the goat. Man, that that meme just never never dies, right? And it shouldn't. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> Uh, other news, we got uh, the Seahawks. They've re-signed Josh Gordon. He's still suspended. Have you? Uh, has there ever been a player in the league that's gotten no, this many chances? No, not not in my lifetime. No, yeah, absolutely not. Um, look, let's be honest. It's for weed, and I don't think he should have been suspended. No, uh, I still firmly believe that since it is a suspendable offense. Stop fucking smoking it. Right. I mean, the guy's got all pro talent. Well, that's the thing, though, is that now it's not anymore. That's the new change this year. I don't know. Yeah, well, right. But, I mean, God, could you think for- of what kind of career the guy could have had? I mean, what? Potentially Hall of Fame. Who knows? I mean. Yeah, he's basically spent the better part of the last, what, five years, six years? Suspended most of it? Yeah. And, I mean, he he led the league in receiving yards. I don't know if it was his rookie year. It might have been his second year or something like that, or maybe even third. I don't know. But, I mean, he was on his way. In Cleveland, by the way. Yeah, in Cleveland, of all yeah. places, with a shit quarterback. I mean, they didn't have anybody decent back. I don't even remember who the quarterback was. I mean, either. Um, I mean, fuck, they get a new one every pre- year except for the last two with uh, old Oklahoma Golden Boy. But Right. Yeah, I don't know if it would have been – pre-hoyer or yeah i i really i, colt I don't McCoy, know maybe no no i don't yeah, no, know no, no, no not that long ago i'm not sure either but but either way yeah he did not have a good quarterback yeah, he missed the entire 2015 and 2016 seasons as a member of the browns then he was december or suspended in december of 2018 for violating terms of the reinstatement 
He missed the final three games with the Patriots. He was suspended the first two games of the 2013 season, but still, after missing two games, he still caught 87 passes, nine touchdowns, and led the league with 1,646 yards. That's, that's missing two games. And he's only played 63 games since he was chosen in the 2012 supplemental draft. Overall, he's caught 247 passes for 4,252 yards, an average of 17.2 yards per catch and 20 touchdowns. Those are really good numbers when yeah. you consider the small amount of games he played. And like he missed, like I said, just in 14 games, he still put up 1,600 yards. And, I mean, that's over 100 yards a game. Right. About probably 125, 140-ish, somewhere in there. And – you take that out, and he would have been knocking on the door of a two thousand yard season. You know that's just unheard of, yeah. at least by, especially back then, especially for Cleveland, especially with a quarterback that sucked. Right. And, you know, I mean, let's be honest, Cleveland hasn't had a good quarterback, and in my opinion, still don't for a very, very long time. Right. I mean, they've had guys show flashes, but nothing that ever made just stop and think, "Oh, this is their guy." And right. Not since Bernie Kozar. Right. Yeah. So, um, what else do we have? Um, I thought I... I want to ask you, what... I've heard... It's weird. It's like there's some people that actually think Fournette's kind of a bust. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think he's a bust. Uh, I don't... I don't think he's fourth overall pick. True. Yeah, you I know? agree with you. But, but he's definitely a talented running back. I mean, I guess if you think of it in terms of what they could have had versus what he did with that number four overall pick. They could have had McCaffrey, right? I believe Pretty sure they're in the so. same draft class. And um, What draft class was that? Well, it would have been three years ago, so. Well, now you're going to make me look it up. Uh-huh. Because why not, right? Yeah, well, and I can't even find the story here. So and, and we're just I, anyway. I just well, because he had a great rookie year. Um, his sophomore year sucked. That's undeniable. But he had a pretty solid year last year. And the thing I keep going back to is he's had no help from the passing game since he's been there. No, I mean he was stuck in Jacksonville, who basically they were known. Um, for being a running team for a long time. Simple fact that they haven't really since the days of, of who? Oh, I was going to say because they had Blake Bortles. Well, I mean, for... they had a good passing game back when they had uh, Brunel? Brunel and uh, David Garrard. No, not Garrard. Garrard wasn't horrible, but Brunel, Jimmy Smith was one of their wideouts. They had another stud oh, wideout, and they oh, did have a yeah. good passing game then. Um. 2017 was the year that he was drafted. Okay. I'm pretty sure that, that that's the same draft class as Christian McCaffrey because I think he was taken few. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. Cornette was four and McCaffrey was eight. Yeah, they literally, they could have had uh, Jamal Adams at safety. They could have had Christian oh, yeah. McCaffrey. Patrick Mahomes. Pat, could have, yeah, they could have had Patrick Mahomes, which would have, I mean, that would have solved their quarterback problems right then. But 2017, who was there? Oh, they had, they they were still rolling with Bortles yeah. and, and hoping that he would come around, and you know, that didn't work. But right. um, so I don't know. I, I again, I don't think he's worthy of a fourth round pick. No, or not a fourth round, a fourth overall pick. So I guess you could call him a bust in that aspect. But he's still, you know, if you got a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. And in Tampa, they got a decent offensive line, so we'll see. Um, he's definitely got a passing game now. Yeah. I mean, as long as Brady's arm doesn't completely fall off. He's not going to face an eight-man box, so. For sure, especially, I mean, you got Mike Evans, uh, Godwin. Godwin, and then you got Gronk, you got O.J. Howard. So, yeah, if he's going to shine and earn big dollars, this will be the team where he can show that. I mean, We'll we'll see. Bruce Arians has got a pretty good offensive mind. Um, he's that he's more he's definitely pass happy, but mm-hmm. he also knows the value of a good run game, having spent all those years in Pittsburgh. So right. we'll see how it works out for him. Um, being a 
self-proclaimed Tom Brady hater. I hope it doesn't work out very well. But Me neither. Yeah. Uh, oh, one thing I did miss in the NBA news. Uh, Steve Nash is back in the NBA. Uh, just signed, looks like a four-year deal to become the coach of the Nets. Now, he's walking into a a, a good core. Yeah. At Kyrie least, and At Durant. least next year when Durant comes back healthy. So, again, he doesn't have any head coaching experience, but that's not always a... Neither did Steve Kerr. True. Yeah, that worked out very well. Right. So. No, yeah, it's it's very possible. But, well, is see, I don't even know if Nash is on a... Because Kerr was an assistant for a long time. Oh, was he? Yeah, no. he didn't just magically become a head coach. Oh, okay. Uh, I just remember him going from being a commentator to the next year being a head coach. Because there was that one year in 2K where he was still a commentator, but he was... But he was the head coach. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, no, I believe he was an assistant for somebody and and then became a commentator. But he, well, he was a commentator for what? Maybe he didn't have head co- or coaching experience. I think he was on somebody's staff. I think he was on San Antonio's staff for a little bit. Okay. And then went to the commentary booth for a few years and then became coach of the Warriors. And yeah, that was uh, like 2K15 or 16. I'm I assuming it would have been like his first year there. Yeah, so it was first probably year older with, than with that. The, yeah, and it was yeah, it was funny because he's he even commented on the fact that you know he's got the commentary in the game, which probably was recycled, which two K is very good at, which we're going to talk about here shortly. Mm. Um, so yeah, and, and Nash, yeah, Nash, he's got no coaching experience, uh, but he was a great leader and and an innovator, he'd great offensive mind when it comes to basketball, and again. He's walking into Kevin Durant and uh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. So if you can't win with that lineup with those guys healthy, then you probably shouldn't be a head coach. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Not. That's the perfect situation for him. Um, I remember when um, oh, what's his name the the point guard he played for the Nets and became a head coach with Jason zero. Kidd. Yeah, Jason Kidd, and, and but his. He had a bunch of old, old guys basically yeah. that he tried to turn into winners, and they were at the end of their career, and it just didn't work out for him. But uh, I always like Steve Nash, mm-hmm. you know, great offensive player. Um, he's a friggin' beast in two K, especially on like they got an event called Court Conqueror where you're playing against uh, the AIs, and they always have like all time teams and everything. Mm-hmm. And whenever they have Nash in there, he's Crazy good in the game. Yeah, his defense is phenomenal, and he's so damn quick and ball handling everything. Um, he can be pretty tough sometimes. So, uh, yeah, that was the other news out of that. Um, what else do we have? Or is it time to uh, go ahead and jump into our real quick? Yeah, just because I saw this the other day and this fact blew my mind. It relates to the NFL. Um, did you know a white cornerback has not started a game in the NFL since 2003? I saw that meme that you posted, and and no. That's insane. I can't think of one. Yeah, no. What they have the picture of? Seahorn? Was yeah, he Jason the last Seahorn, one? yeah. Who's pretty good, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, that is pretty. Insane? Yeah. Yeah. Blew my mind when I heard that, but when you think about it. Oh, wait, that actually makes total sense. They need a rule. We're gonna have to have like a, a Rooney role for cornerbacks. We got to at least give white guys a chance to start a corner. But yeah, that is pretty wild, really, when you think about it. I know, right? No other position, Almost, just corner. What two thousand three said? Two thousand three. So yeah, seventeen seven, years. seventeen years without a, a start yeah. by a white cornerback. We're just not very fast. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's white receivers, but well. Yeah, Rot running's a, a factor where corner, it's just, hey, f- chase this guy. That's not really our expertise. Like yeah, you said, so. you'd think it'd be the other way around. Right. We're going to get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, last week, when was it? Friday? Thursday? Friday? I don't remember. We gave you our NFC picks. Um, and, again, these are... Mostly uneducated. I mean, not, I mean, don't I say, say that. I won't say uneducated. I mean, I'm just saying, like, we haven't really dove into rosters and everything, and we don't even know what 
the the cuts are going to be because final cut down day is Saturday at 4 p.m. So there's always um, a surprise or two. During oh, that definitely. Too. I mean, Fournette was kind of a surprise, but I mean, not a huge one. They're clearly um, tanking for Trevor. It seems. I, yeah, I, I would say so. The because look, uh, well, we'll talk about it here in a minute. But but anyway, yeah, these like I said, subject to change and. The reason we put that disclaimer on there is that when we're incredibly wrong, we can come back and say, hey, we told you that it was just kind of a guess. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. So, LOL. Ha ha. Yeah. We didn't mean it. All right. So we'll go ahead and get started with that. Again, these are our AFC picks, and we're going to do it just like we did on Friday. Uh, we're going to start over in the AFC East. Dylan, give me your division winner and then how the other boys are going to finish. Uh, division winner. Not the Patriots. It's going to be the Buffalo Bills. Um, really like Sean McDermott as a head coach. Um, he's done a phenomenal job of turning over the culture, which, as you can see, it's very— Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. That's not a very good culture to have. But Well, yeah, especially considering they, they went, what, 18 years or something yeah, between it was a playoff appearances? Very, very long playoff drought. And uh, which is sad to see for a fan base like that, you know. Yeah, because I mean, uh, let's be honest, Buffalo—they're crazy. Bills Mafia is—they are one of the best fan bases in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're fucking insane, right. but they do love their. I mean, they have no other sports really to cheer for. Yeah. So they got to be rabid about something, and they are definitely rabid about Bills football. So. Yeah. So. Big fan of him. Um, I'm not a big fan of Josh Allen, though. Um, yeah. I, he, he's getting Stefan Diggs, though. I, so. I mean, I might as well, I'll go ahead and say it now. I got the Bills, too. Okay. Um, for, and, again, that's their glaring weakness is Josh Allen. Um, he's not horrible. You know, I, I don't think he's horrible. But he's not – he's still on the fence for me as far as can he go out there and win you games. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's still young, though. Uh, he's got a young team around him, with the exception of his running back. Yeah. They, they, they do still have... No, 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 no. No? Okay. No, no. Who did... I don't know. Yeah. Me Jets. Neither. Jets. That's it. Okay. He's a Jet. Okay. Um, we're talking about Frank, Frank Gore. Gore. Yeah, yeah, the guy that... 120 years old. Yeah, and still putting up 800 to 1,200 yards a season. Yeah. Um, he's probably also eating babies with right. Yeah. He must be, he dines with Brady apparently. Um, but yeah, basically the same reasons. Uh, I do like McDermott as coach that we already know their defense is going to be stout. Yeah. Um, they've got one of, if not the best corners in the league. Yeah. I mean, can be argued. Um, so yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, I'm sure we probably agree on the number two, maybe who you got. I'm thinking probably, I, I don't know how bitter you are so I, uh i'm still trying, yeah. yeah i've got the pats i hate them but yeah, yeah. i got them number two um they're not going to be as good I, no. I just don't see it happening but it's still bill belichick and until they completely fall on their ass i'm not going to write him off because let's be honest he's a cheating son of a bitch but he's still one of the best coaches in the history of the game right and um this also you have to factor in the op opt-outs as well Patrick yeah. Chung. Yeah, um, no, they are going to be missing uh, two, Hightower. two yeah. major defensive starters. So, I don't – but the other issue is that the rest of the division's rebuilding, which yeah. uh, has been – And that was basically the same thing. Like, I can't – look. I got Jets and Dolphins. I have them flipped. Okay. I have Dolphins, Jets. And, and I could go either way. Right. Honestly, really. Um, the Jets have talent, uh, you know, with Le'Veon Bell and – they no longer have Jamal Adams, but they, they still have a, a decent defense. Mm-hmm. Um, the big question mark is going to be Darnold. You know, can he turn the corner this year? He, no, I don't think that's the question because I think he's played pretty well, except for that Monday he, night game against the yeah, Pats. No, I mean, he's nightmare, played but. decent, but can he show that he is a franchise quarterback? Yeah. Because thus far, he, he showed that he's a starting quarterback. You know, that's, you know what I that's mean? That's a great like, way to put it. Okay. Yeah, he's not. Sure. He hasn't shown that he is that guy that you're going to give thirty to forty million dollars a year okay, to yeah, and no. build your team around. No, um, but I I think the biggest question is their coach. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 
Adam Gase is just he's already yeah. There's been problems there with him. There were problems in Miami. Um, it, it appears to me that him and Le'Veon Bell are not exactly on the same page. Right. Um, and again, I, for my money, Le'Veon Bell is still one of, if not the best running backs in the league. But he's finding out that 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 Pittsburgh offensive line was a nice luxury to have. Exactly. Not to mention a top 10, if not top five, some seasons quarterback and receivers. And he does not have that in Miami or not Miami. Sorry. The jets. Exactly. He's got a decent quarterback now, but they still don't have much in terms of wide receivers. No, not really. You know, I mean, Robbie Anderson's good, but he's not elite. Right. Um, so yeah, you would think in fantasy terms that would really boost Le'Veon, but last year it didn't, you know, he really kind of fell off from a, Basically three straight years of being a top three fantasy pick to this year. I I don't know if you can take him in the first. Right. As a fantasy owner anyway. But, I mean, he's still a stud, but we'll see. But that's the reason why um, they have enough talent, in my opinion, to be better than the Jets. Dolphins. Damn it, I keep getting them mixed up. <sighs> uh, yeah, and I, I actually think that their head coach is, seems like it's kind of hard to say about a, a team that went five and eleven, but that team shouldn't have gone five and eleven. I mean, they were uh, their front office was it was pretty clear that they were tanking. They yeah, traded Fitzpatrick and uh, Tunzel and uh, Kenny Stills and mm-hmm. yeah, they were it was a fire sale, and they still won five games. I mean, that's that is a massive accomplishment. Yeah, so I think that that's great. Um, yeah, I mean they. I think they did add a, f- a couple pieces, and you know you got Tua as well. Um, I don't. He's not going to start right away, of course. Um, but I could see him getting thrown in like the last quarter of the year. Yeah, he's going to play this year. Yeah, once they he's they're out of it, this year. might as well, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, they're both. Neither one of those teams are going to be great. I mean, that's why they're finishing third and fourth in their division. But I just gave the edge to the Dolphins there. Yep. All right, now moving over uh, across the country, we're going to go to the West. Gee, Dylan, who do you have number one in the AFC West? The Raiders. No, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and I, I agree. Um, we know they're missing Damian Williams. Um, they're going to miss one of their starting offensive linemen. And who else? I thought they had another fairly – Big name. Do they have Patrick Mahomes? Do they have Andy Reid? Do they have Travis Kelsey? Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't. Then they're they're good. Okay. Andy Reid, though. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, finally. Hall of Fame coach. True. But Hall of Shame clock management skills. Sure. Still, Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, but again. Okay. Offensively, yes. That's one uh, thing, again. but. Look, I mean, I'm not arguing wrong, wrong, but they're going to win the division. There's no doubt. They still have enough talent to be the best in that division. Now, the the big question is, will they have a Super Bowl hangover? Because it it applies to the winners, too. I mean, we haven't had repeat. Well, I guess New England repeated. But for the most part, it's been very difficult for teams to repeat. Right. At least recently. And and especially, I think we have uh, a little bit more competitive AFC this year than we've had in the last couple of years, in my opinion. And I'll get into it here shortly. Okay. Um, I, someone, man, I wish I can give credit to who said it. It may have been Chris Sims on his show. I, I, sorry, I honestly don't remember, but someone brought up the point that no, it was rich Eisen. Sorry. They talk about the super bowl hangover that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. What, they couldn't exactly go out and party because of COVID. So, I mean, this year they could. COVID didn't really become a thing here until March. It was like the end of February, March. Okay, so that's so they partied for a month. Oh, you mean throughout the season? Yeah, yeah that's that's I, my I, point. I, I, is I, like yeah. most but, of the I off mean, season, it's not like look when they say a Super Bowl hangover. I don't. No, no, I I get that, but it's not like they were going out and doing stuff and. You know, doing a bunch of appearances and shit like that because yeah, but of COVID, again, so. it's just be- 
it's not because of anything in particular. It's just because it's so hard and teams don't get lucky enough. They get to... distracted, though, is my point. Some, yeah. So, I mean, with COVID, that definitely took away the distractions. And But they made it through the season relatively healthy, with the exception of, I mean, Mahomes missed a couple games. But... Yeah, and probably should have missed four to six games, but he showed that he's tough. Um. So anyway, yeah, I agree with you. KC is definitely uh, going to win that division and probably at least contend for the one seed. In my opinion, I I think they're a lock for the one seed, but and outside injuries. But again, COVID, you never know. Um, then you have Broncos. Okay. Um, really like Drew Lock. Um, he's got a lot of help as far as running the ball. He's got Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon. So I think that's great. Um, Vic Fangio um, is going to get another year kind of imparting his defensive genius in, on his group. So I, I think that they're going to take a big step forward. Um, Drew Locke looked pretty good last year too. So, I mean, a lot of people are predicting he's the guy that makes the big leap, you know, because it seems like in the last yeah, couple of years, and, it's and the second year in a quarterback's career. I, where, got, I got a feeling R2 and 3, again, are flip-flopped. Okay. Um. You have Denver. I have Oakland. Okay. And then, then I have uh, Denver third. So uh, I'm assuming you have Oakland third. Yeah. Okay. And, and that was basically my contributing factor was the quarterback play because, uh, yeah, Locke didn't look bad in the the limited action that he did see. But again, I'm I'm basing my pick of of Oakland over Denver because Gruden is a good coach. And they do have talent in Oakland. Yeah. And I I hate the Raiders, but they've got talent and Gruden's been there now and he's got it, you know, he's got some of his guys. I think he's probably still got a little work to do, but they've got a, a full year under their belt with him there. And um if anybody is gonna whip Derek Carr into shape, it's gonna be John Gruden. Yeah. You know? We'll see. But I don't um, know though. Carr seems like the kind of guy though, I don't know if Gruden just personality wise is the coach for him because and Derek that's... Carr seems like a pat on the guy, a pat on the guy, pat, pat on the back type player, not a kick in the pants type player. Well, and me this personally. is to me, I think this is the make or break for Derek Carr. Well, yeah, you, that's why they brought in Mariota. So that's why I put him at third is because I, I could see Gruden just getting frustrated and putting in Mariota, who well, by the way is, I'm, I know Gruden really liked Mariota coming out of college. Yeah. I so. remember Gruden's what, what do they call it? The QB camp or whatever. He yeah. really, really liked Mariota. So again, I think Carr's probably going to be on a short leash. Right. And Mariota, I don't think is an upgrade. Maybe not, but again, and he doesn't really have great weapons in Oakland, but he never had great weapons in Tennessee. That is also true. Yeah. You know, so the jury really, in my opinion, is still out on Mariota. Yeah. And that his playoff performance against KC yeah. two years ago was and, pretty And Mariota didn't have an off a really good offensive slash quarterback coach in Tennessee. Right. You know, so it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. I'm I'm you know, I'm like I said, I'm not a Raider fan at all. As a Steeler fan, I'm pretty much raised to hate Oakland, but uh, it will be interesting to see here now year two for Gruden what he does. Um three. So, is it three? Oh, it is three. Yeah. It is three. Um, and then, of course, obviously, so we're going to agree on the Chargers. Yeah. You know, um, they lost Phillip Rivers. They lost Melvin Gordon. Derwin James is out for the year. Yeah. So I don't – where's their offense going to come from? Yeah. Um, well, they, they would tell you it'd be Justin Herbert, which – Who? <laughs> well, he, he was their first-round pick. I know, but I, – Yeah, I, I think he's going to be a bust. I really do. Um, he seems like a more mobile Mitchell Trubisky. Like, his accuracy is super inconsistent. Where did he play college? Oregon. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I'm not – was not high on him at all um, coming out. So, I do like Anthony Lynn, the head coach. So I think, Oh, I do too, yeah. So, I if they do have a rough year like we're both predicting, I, the Spanos family shouldn't be stupid and fire him because it's not – the coach's fault in this instance, I don't think. I think he's really good. It's just their team in transition, you know? Yeah. I no, mean, and, again, it seems like the Chargers have always been a team in transition. They've had a couple of good years with Phillip Rivers, but yeah. you, you want to talk about a team that 
it, like they've been decimated by injuries in the last 10 years. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we got. Both agree on KC. We've got Oakland and Denver flip-flop for second and third, and the Chargers last. Over to the AFC South. Um, this is a – I think it's going to be a really competitive division. This is the, actually the one that gave me the hardest time to kind of fill out. I, La- I, last year we had the Texans and then the Titans at 9-7, and seven, the Colts at 7-9, and nine, and the Jags at 6-10. and 10. Yeah, um, I think we're going to agree who's going to be fourth in that division without even <laughs> getting into it. Um, I have the Titans actually winning it. Actually, I do too. Yeah. Um, reason being is I think m- more of it has to do with Houston's situation. Where yeah, you get, oh, I agree. Get rid of DeAndre Hopkins and you bring in David Johnson. And the cap situation, I guess, for those two players, they're pretty similar. So it's like it, you didn't even save money there. So what the hell did you do? Um, I've heard Chris Sims say that he actually thinks their offense or Houston's offense is going to be better because Deshaun Watson likes to key in on DeAndre Hopkins, and now that that crutch has been taken away, he's going to yeah. I mean, this is going to be the year that if we're going to see really what we have with with Deshaun Watson Um, because he doesn't have that mega god receiver now that he can just chuck it up to and he'll go get it right i mean i i still think he's pretty it's pretty much solidified that he's a bad motherfucker i i really like deshaun watson but um tennessee though i i really like mike vrabel the head coach i do too i mean i think he's gonna be he's one of the few um belichick disciples that's gonna have some success um you know you got derrick henry who is just fucking monster um, Tannehill does concern me a little bit. Um, he played well until they got to the playoffs and they took the ball out of his hands, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's going to get an entire off season with, uh, with all the first team reps and everything like that. So that might help. Um, so yeah, I, I do like Tennessee a lot. Um, he, uh, second, I have Houston, um, no surprise for the reasons I mentioned, um, I also think that the Hopkins decision, I I could see that creating some turmoil. I mean, as far as, you know, he's a pretty well-liked guy in the locker room, and he's a fucking stud. So I could see some of the players just kind of looking at Bill O'Brien a little weird, kind of like everyone outside of that building is right now. Like, why would you do that? So I... I think they're going to take a, a step back, but I don't think they're going to fall apart by any stretch of the imagination. Um, okay, well, uh, so you got Texans two? Yeah. Colts three? Yep. Jags last? Yep. All right, and I have Colts second, mm-hmm. then the Texans because of the turmoil Okay. with Bill O'Brien. Um, I don't think Deshaun trusts him anymore. Right. And rightfully so, he took away his his binky. Yeah, you know what I mean. And David Johnson, I, I don't, I, I don't. I would love to hear the actual reasoning on that trade. I mean, he had what three years to when he come back from injury or two? I guess two two full seasons because sure. they lost him for a year. And he just, I think it was one of those things where he kind of took the league by storm, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of saw enough tape on him and. He just never regained that form, and I don't see that happening in Houston, especially with they don't have a good offensive line. I mean, Deshaun Watson has been one of the most beat-up quarterbacks in the league in the last few years. Right. It's gotten a little bit better. Like, last year they traded for Tunzel. I think they took a lineman in the yeah, first I mean, round they, this year. They so. better. They're they, trying. Yeah, they need to protect. I mean, Deshaun Watson is their fran- future franchise-level quarterback, so, right. yeah, they, they better do something to – uh, make sure that he stays upright. Um, but the Colts, look, I I, I like Philip Rivers. I mean, I do too. Yeah. He's up there in age, but you know the, he can still play. The Colts have solid talent in the the receiver core, mm-hmm. um, and they've got you know a, Michael Pittman. I think a lot of people loved him coming out of the draft. So be- yeah, so I just I I give him a slight edge. Um, I like what Frank Reich's doing there. 
So J.K. Dobbins as a running back, I think, will help a lot too. So I'm, I'm yep. kind of talking myself into it now. But there you go. I mean, <laughs> but I'm, Phillips getting older too, so I think that was yeah, a big it, factor. His for health me. is going to be, you know, they got to keep him upright. But um, I think they can though. Yeah, the Colts have a solid offensive line. A great offensive line, I would say. Yeah, so. Th- I think it's going to be close, and I think the whole division is going to be tightly contested, to yes. be honest with you. Um, you know, Tennessee, look, I'm not a huge Tannehill fan either, but as long as Derrick Henry is healthy, they're going to, you know, grind it out and, and win more games than they lose. And they've got a solid defense. Like I said, Vrabel's a great defensive mind. So they're going to, you know, they're going to be there, and I think the Colts and are going to be right on Tennessee's heels, and I think Houston's just going to be, a you know, game or two back. Um, and then, of course, we both agree that Jacksonville sucks. So Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, with those three teams, the difference is two games from second I, and third. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, like, the standings last year, 10-6, and 9-7, and 7-9, and 6-10, I think we're probably looking at that or very similar to that again this year with just a little bit of a flip-flop with the who's got the 10-6. and six. Right. Because none of those teams, in my opinion, are, are world beaters. Of course, the Titans, they – beat baltimore last year but they did it with a just punishing ground game yeah. they um, matched that up and, with and them hill didn't lose the game for them and that's sometimes when it comes down to january football that's what you need is just grind it out and don't turn the ball over and more times than not you're going to win games yeah i know, mean and, unless you're going up again and even against they had kc on the ropes yeah and then the, just one mistake here, one mistake there, boom, you're down right. three touchdowns. Like uh, They had the lead at the half of that game. Big time. Yeah. They, yeah. And then it just completely unraveled. Right. So, uh, so, yeah, we got, like I said, we, we both agree on the Titans. We got the Colts and Texans currently flip-flop, Jags last. Now we whoa, go. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? You don't want to talk about the Jags at all? Well... I What's mean, they're tanking. Yeah, it, it's obvious. Pretty clearly, that, yeah, yeah. Minshew is. Look, we talked about this before. I don't see it. Uh, he's sure he's tough, and he's not. You know, he ain't the worst quarterback in the league. Um, but he's uh, to me, I don't see it. They don't have any weapons, and they got rid of one of his biggest as yeah. far as uh, ground game protects a, a mediocre quarterback. Right, and now they don't have that. I mean, sure, they're going to run the ball, but, look, Fournette's a beast when he's healthy. Uh, Receiver-wise, again, they've got... Who? I mean... Exactly. I mean, they've got decent, maybe decent. <coughs> Excuse me, but, yeah, they're not going to contend, I don't think. Yeah, no. If, if they finish better than the 6-10 and 10 record they have last year, I will be shocked. I think they're probably looking more to four and twelve, five and eleven seasons. I even lower, possibly. Yeah, I mean, and it could very well be. And yeah. that division being tough doesn't help either, because I mean, you know, they could go zero and six in that division. I mean, that's yeah. hard to do, but it could happen. You never know. So, all right. No, that's very realistic. All right. All right. So the AFC North. I don't know why I would have chose this last. Yeah. All right. Um. I'm leading this one off. Go for it. In first place, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Call me a homer, whatever. Look, Pittsburgh barely missed the playoffs last year with a 1981 Hugo <laughs> as their quarterback. I mean, right. look, Duck and Mason combined were – I mean, I, I can't. They, I won't say they were horrible. Because, yes, yes, they okay. were horrible. But I mean, they still. Here's my point. They finished eight and eight exactly. with that defense, and Connor was not himself last year. He yeah. was hurt for much of the year. Juju, it was, you know, they lost Antonio Clown because yeah. he went batshit crazy, and you had Juju there, and everybody's down on Juju because he sucked last year and didn't have a. I well, no, he didn't suck last year. He had Mason Rudolph and and yeah. Duck Hodges throwing him the ball, or at least trying to throw him the ball, and didn't have the other guy to but draw yeah, attention. He well. was the number one. He didn't have Antonio Brown on the other side to draw those double teams and and everything. And this year, and again, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this health. Everything I'm seeing in camp and all the reports 
say that Ben not only is in the best shape that he's been in in probably a decade, yeah, but they're saying that he's showing no effects at all on that elbow. He's zipping the ball like like he hasn't in years, and he's even they said that it's been bothering him for a couple of years, yeah, to the point where it was probably a a partial tear, and then that game against New England, well, actually Seattle is when it San Francisco, I thought. No, it was game two. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, when it when it popped, it just doctors have said they've never seen that particular injury on a quarterback ever. Damn. It was like three ligaments that they had to repair, but Tommy John surgery, right? They didn't call it Tommy John. I oh, I think Tommy John is basically one major oh. ligament in the elbow. Okay. That and this was I think they said like two or three ligaments in his elbow were were torn badly. And but he's looking great. And uh, Deontay Johnson really came on at the second half of last year with shitty quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And to me, it I, I watched that and it reminded me of a rookie and second year guy named Antonio Brown. Oh yeah, young, fast, fearless, and I think he blows up this year to the point where Juju. It's going to have a great year. Chase Claypool, the rookie out of Notre Dame. Great reviews from what I've heard. Yeah, even Joe Hayden, our our stud corner, is saying that this guy's the truth. He's big, tall. He's not a burner, but he's kind of like Plexico Burris was. He's just fast enough that he can get open, but he attacks the ball high, and I think he's going to be a stud by the end of the year. But my main thing is, like I said, Deontay Johnson and, and, and Juju on the outsides. And then I think James Washington coming in leaner than he's been in recent years. We already know he's a burner and he can jump higher than a giraffe's ass. And Ben kind of liked him towards the end of last year or, or the year before, I should say. And yeah, I'm very, very excited for Pittsburgh football this year. Their defense. I mean, I've been going on about the offense, but let's talk their defense best in the league. Yeah. I mean, they stole Minka Fitzpatrick for one first round pick and what a third or fourth or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think they kind of swapped and late. That pissed me off last year because people were uh, talking about how, oh, I can't believe they gave up a first. They gave up a first round pick for a playmaker. Yeah. The guy comes in and gets five picks, had like two or three fumble recoveries, a couple touchdowns, including that 96 yard pick six against the Colts. You got J.J. Watt. You got Bud Dupree, who's on a franchise tag. So he's going to be looking to get paid. So I expect him to play out of his mind. And My boy, I, Devin Bush, Michigan Devin man. Devin Bush. Second uh, year. Yeah, his second year showed flashes of greatness last year. Um, Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt, who missed all but, I think, two games last year. And those first two, or maybe three games, I think it might have been the San Francisco game he went out. But he was just – he was on a tear for those first couple games. And then he went out with the torn, I think it was a bicep or maybe, maybe a peck either way. But um, the, yeah, their defense is going to be the truth this year. This, yeah. this, stay it, stay healthy. And Pittsburgh's defense is, I think going to be elite. All right. right. Um, so yeah, I just ran. I got Baltimore on. and uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay. I have Pittsburgh one as well. Yeah. Um, a bigger factor. Well, not a bigger factor, but a, Baltimore's two, just because I do think there's going to be a little bit of a drop-off with Lamar. I don't think it's going to be as bad as you say it's going to be. I've got Baltimore, too. And I I agree. I don't think he's going to, you know, turn into – give me a bad quarterback. Vince Young. Yeah, I don't – yeah. I I think Lamar is going to have a solid year because, let's be honest, he's still one of the best athletes in the NFL. Right. But – I still, and I said this numerous times on the show, especially when we were talking about the top 50, you start showing him some defensive looks. He played not good against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Both times. Right. I mean, the second game we were, you know, kind of already knew that it wasn't going well. But uh, both games against Pittsburgh, we contained him fairly well. And I think we'll do an even better job this year with, uh, like I said, two it will be back. And that secondary has got a full year of chemistry now. So I think he's really going to struggle against elite caliber defenses. Yeah, and I keep bringing it up, but you agree. You give these brilliant defensive coordinators an entire offseason mm-hmm. to study you. 
there's usually a drop yeah. off. Happened with RG three, Colin Kaepernick, that, that running style quarterback. It happened with Vic. Yeah. I mean, Vic Vic was kind of ahead of his time mm-hmm. because there wasn't that elite athlete quarterback around, really. I mean, they had a couple throughout the years, but nothing like when Mike Vick showed up, like he said, there the was world Cunningham, time. but but he still he wasn't, wasn't as fast. Yeah, he as was Vic. mobile, but he wasn't. He's going to pull the ball down and burn you for 80 yards. Yeah. You know, Cunningham would pull the ball down and get you 15 or 20. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lamar is one of those guys that can, if he breaks, he can take it to the house. But that's the. The, the, I think their passing game is going to take a major hit this year. I really do. Yeah. And their defense, say what you want, you lose an Earl Thomas, your defense is going to not be as good. I don't care what anyone says. Their defense they get is Clay going to take a hit. Campbell, though. Yeah, but you know what? He is kind of getting up there, though. Yeah, he's – and, he again, he's a good – they're going to be good. Don't get me wrong. I, I still see them – in the eleven to six, eleven and six, twelve and four, you know, or eleven and five, I guess. Do my math right. Uh, they're going to be in that range. Yeah. Um, but healthy, a healthy Steeler team with the schedule they have this year, I see Pittsburgh being thirteen and three, Baltimore being eleven and five, twelve and four. Yeah. That's that's where I see it. Yeah, it's going to be very tight. I don't. Uh, I, that's one thing I was kind of worried about when we were doing this because I'm like. How bad is he going to say Baltimore's really going to be? No, no. But, they're look. They're a great team. They they still got Ingram, Lamar Jackson. It, again, he's not going to be Vince Young. He's probably going to be more like Mike Vick, and they're going to win a lot of games. They still have a great running game and a, a solid defense. I just I just realized something too. The Colts didn't draft J.K. Dobbins. The Ravens did. The Colts took Jonathan Taylor, but he, they're both really good backs. Though, yeah, pretty comparable. So anyway, I just realized that one. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's going to be a close fight and I, I see him splitting the, the series this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think Pittsburgh is going to outlast them. Um, my number three is probably the same as your number three Cleveland. Yeah. Um, they're they, look, they've got talent. There's no doubt loaded they, with they, talent. Yeah. They've yeah. got a lot of talent. Um, Beckham kind of fell off last year. At least what we've come to expect from Beckham. I think a lot of that had to do with the coaching, though. I mean, agreed. And and they still have Jarvis Landry, who's a stud, you know, in his own right. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, not elite, but right there. You yeah, know what I mean, um, he's a great uh, counter to an elite receiver because he's. I, I could see he'd be a pretty good one, though. I oh, mean, he's not no, quite. I agree, and and yeah, but when you put somebody. That yeah. draws that attention. It just makes him all that much better, right? You know, and they got a good tight end, Joku. Um, and they also signed uh, Hooper. Yeah, D- Dustin. D- is it Dustin or Justin from the the Falcons? Yeah, I can't yeah. think of his first name. It's but... one of those. Dustin, Justin, Austin. Uh, maybe it's Austin. Austin. It is. There Austin. There you go. See, yeah, just one letter off. And how the hell do you does Justin and Dustin, and then Austin just put, well because it's an A and I'm an idiot. And, Believe it or not, I graduated high school. Anyway, yeah, like I said, they've got a lot of talent, and I just think that they have a lot of talent at the wrong time because yeah. they've got two teams in Pittsburgh and Baltimore that just have better talent. Yeah. You know, but again, we could see some some cannibalization between those three teams to where, you know, they all end up 11-5 and five or whatever, but... I thought you were talking bad about Cleveland. I didn't expect you to... Look, look. Brown's gonna brown. Well, yeah, know, I don't. I, I I don't trust him. I, Mayfield. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I don't either. But he's got talent around him. He's got Nick Chubb, and they've got a good defense when they're not trying to kill people with their helmets. Yeah. Um, Miles Garrett just signed that big ass contract, and I think he's reinstated from. He is yeah. game one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're they're gonna. They're going to be in some close games. I just think they're not going to win as many as Pittsburgh and Baltimore. All right. Uh, you thinking like eight and eight type range? Because that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, with them. I, yeah. I, I'm. Yeah, maybe even nine and seven. Eight, eight to ten, ten wins for for Cleveland. I think. Yeah. Um, probably. Yeah, nine and seven is is realistic. They were six and ten last year. There's a couple games they dropped that they probably shouldn't have. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to improve. I just don't think they're going to improve enough. Uh, and then of course we agree on the Bengals. How deep oh. in the dumpster are they? I don't trust Zach Taylor at all. No. Uh, I really don't. And, of course, we got Joe Burrow, the big superstar who had one really good year. And Here's my concern with Burrow. 
he has a Bengal. Well, there's that. But LSU had like 11 guys drafted in the first round this year. And a lot no, of. Yeah, I know where you're going with that. Yeah. yeah. He was surrounded by a lot of NFL elite talent. It reminds me of Matt Leinard. Yeah. 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 Can he uh, thrive in a pretty bad team? I mean, Joe, they just signed Joe Mixon to a big deal. Um, I mean, if Burrow is the truth, you got a good one-two punch now with both Burrow and and Mixon, right? Receivers, uh, AJ Green's a, getting a, out there, yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, he, I wouldn't say he's done yet. Um, John Ross to me hasn't panned out oh, the way God, they no. thought it. I mean, he was a top ten pick, I believe, something like that. He improved last year, I think, from what I've heard. Uh, but... Tyler Eifert um, looked like. He was going to be a stud tight end, but he can't stay healthy. Right. And then they had the other Tyler. I don't remember his name, but decent tight end as well. They, they, they've they got a few pieces. They, they Their defense is, in my opinion, fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, But offensively, they've got maybe a couple pieces. We, we don't know what they're going to have with Burrow yet. Um, you give him a few weapons around him, maybe he'll be decent. But again, with that defense, I, I think they're going to be trailing a lot in a lot of games this yeah. year. So definitely don't want that with a rookie quarterback no. either. So I, I could see them picking in the top five again in the draft. Yeah. So. so for the first time of the four divisions, we agree it's going to be Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincy. And now we'll pick our three uh, wild card teams. We'll start with your seven seed, Broncos. Um, I just think they, they're going to sneak in there. Um, and looking at who five and six is, I just don't see – Denver isn't as good as those teams, in my opinion. So Okay, and my seven seed will be the Colts. Can't – yeah, totally get it. Um, six seed? Texans. Okay. Mainly Two just because – coming out of the south, huh? Yeah. But no. Oh, no, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, my six is Baltimore. Six? I could, yeah. Eh, I could flip those with my five. My five is, is New England. Okay. Wow. All right. I don't know. Maybe that was partly because of my hate. I was going to say, yeah. I... Yeah, th- they'll probably be five. But I wouldn't be surprised if New England somehow scratches out a five seed. Okay. It's Belichick. Okay. Um, Five for me is Baltimore. So okay. that explains that. Who's your... Oh, so yeah, yeah, I have, I have Baltimore five, Ravens six, Colts seven. Okay. I don't have New England making the playoffs, so. Fair enough. Yeah. Which I'm sure you'll be happier than shit. Oh yeah. I'll dance a goddamn Irish jig. All right. (laughs) Fuck those guys. So, all right. Well, there you have, well, I guess we have to do this because we did it for the NFC. You taken? Who's your, yeah. your That Chiefs. All right. I'm going Pittsburgh. Homer pick, but I look. Ben is. I think Ben's on a mission. I really do, and and he knows that he's only got maybe two, three, four years at best. Two. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll see. But I mean, if he stays healthy and and they keep talent around him, I think he could go three, four years. You got to remember the year before he blew his arm up, he led the league with over five thousand yards passing. True. So, but yeah, I, I just think that, uh, how much mileage does he have though out of that arm? Oh, true. Um, but again, he does look good this year. Defense wins championships. And if ours is healthy and Ben is still around, I think they can compete with anybody. I do. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I think if the, if it comes down to us against the chiefs, I think it's going to be a good game. Oh yeah, definitely. But I think, uh, as long as our offensive players are healthy, we can keep up with them, and I trust my defense to stop them more than their defense is going to stop us. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We've got a lot Wait, more. Do you, who'd you pick out of the NFC again? Uh, Saints. So you have New Orleans, Pittsburgh. New Orleans and Pittsburgh. And I got Kansas City and Minnesota. Right. Yeah. There you go. I just wanted to do that. Yeah. On record, I have Pittsburgh winning their seventh championship. It's the stairway to seven, baby. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, like I hope you're right. Don't I get me do, wrong, well, yeah, but I, mean, I just a little bit of a homer pick. But I wanted to, hey, that's what we're here for. So anyway, yeah, we're gonna wrap this episode up. Um, but again, go ahead and click next because we're gonna probably won't be the long as long of an episode, but uh, we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. We'll do that in episode whatever sixteen. This is sixteen, right? Like I'm asking you, like you know. So yeah, on your show, what episode you're on? Yeah, yeah. That's what we do here, folks. So that is going to wrap it up. We will see you here very, very shortly. Dylan, go ahead. Bye-bye. See ya. Ooh.